on it goes put the mask over and he's busy saying don't listen to that load of rubbish load of rubbish i mean i've had people say who does she think she is this has come out of the mouth of someone that says i don't think i'm anybody's son shall i love you out of there in a minute <laughs> it's the way it is so if you're feeling resistance it's probably the demonic so be at peace be at rest because god will bring his conviction to you if you need to do something about it. So don't get steamed up not round the collar. The purpose of this meeting is to raise your awareness so that you can see where there's areas where there's a, an open doorway. Is it, because he's a legalist, if, if we have an open doorway, he lets his mates in as well. Come on, folks, it's all right in here. You can get away with murder in this place here. Look, come on in. There we are. Nearly went off into soul ties then. That might be a quick one. A lot of you know about soul ties. <laughs> but soul ties are invisible uh, joins between one person and another. That's the best way to put it. Like a little umbilical cord. And if you have been to an occult practitioner, guess what? There will be a soul tie with that practitioner. And whatever they're involved in, you'll get a dose of. That is the way it works. Um, very powerful cutting off soul ties. So we'll go into that when we do body, soul and spirit. Um, but just think about it. Maybe a lot of what you're getting isn't actually yours. A lot of what you're getting is either coming from other people where you've had relationships with them and the soul ties are not cut or you've had generational stuff. There's a whole heap of muck that you could do without really. And uh, um, I'm a rubbish collector, really, along with searching for treasure, because you're all treasure. And I just want to get rid of the rubbish so as you can see what treasure you are. So, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I'm on, I'm on already, okay. <laughs> Might have known. Okay, right, back in we go. And then we're going to jump in at the gradualism pot. Uh, the rise in the occult everywhere and general acceptance of it is one of the major signs of the spread of the movement and the shortness of the hour. And as a church, we seem almost unaware of its existence. It spills into children's books, toys, televisions and schools. I'm about to shock the pants off you. That, not with this story, but something else. There is a story that says if you drop a frog into boiling water, it will jump out. But if you put it in cold water and heat it up, it won't notice until it's too late. And that is exactly what is happening with the occult. About 10 or 15 years ago, there was a book that came out and it was something about, it was along the lines of danger in the toy box. I never got it, but I was aware of it. And that's where it is. It's in the cot now. It's not in the toy box. Now, I'm appalled at the lack of discernment among Christians. Horror movies, E.T., Star Wars, Harry Potter, Dungeons and Dragons, video games, Teletubbies. Te ah, Teletubbies, those dear little things. With those funny little things coming out of the head, how can they harm anybody? What you're seeing is a demon. It's portraying a demonic force. So the baby gets used to seeing that in the cot. And when I first said to June, she nearly freaked because she's got a little grandson. So I said, pray about it, love. 
And she did, and God said, there's no harm in what he's got, but keep your eye on it. Next thing she does is she watches Teletubbies again, and now they've changed. Now they're little aliens. Me, 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 me. Because it's a very quick progression from one thing to the other. You get your child used to seeing these strange things. They're not human, they're not teddy bears. They're aliens. So you get them conditioned to that. So by the time they're 10 or 12, they're in it, it's automatic. They're right in. Uh, so they're all manifestations of the freedom with which Satan is plying his wares in the 21st century, but it has been gradual. Um, I, I understand, though I never watch it, that it's quite common on television today to have programs about witches and clairvoyance and other psychic shows, and sometimes they're on children's programs. A visit to the children's section of the library these days is hair-raising. I went there to get a copy of Cinderella and, and the Yellow Brick Road one, you know. And I'm thinking, I was surrounded by witches, spells, ogres, monsters, and every kind of extraterrestrial being. They're getting, they're getting used to it. So that when these little things start to talk to them, they will do what they are told. So you get 12-year-olds going out and stabbing other 12-year-olds, or whatever, because it told me to. And also they're dehumanized. There is no, it's a disconnected generation. They are dehumanized. They don't have a feeling about anything. It's scary. So this is what our children are being fed all day, every day. Computer games defy description and children are addicted to them, playing for hours on their PlayStation games. And none of this is innocent fun. I went to look over a house with my son recently and the little boy, about nine or ten maybe, was in the study on this game and he looked round and he was just glazed. I thought, whatever is he looking at there? I didn't look. You know, you could see it in there. I expect they'll be asking me to pray round the house. They did last time, even though they're not believers. Not yet. Not yet. They're, they're pre-Christians. And the human potential movement is rife in business and that again is based on self-actualization. In other words, you don't have a God in you, you are one. Some, any of you in the business world, you might get EST, which is air hard seminar training. Uh, you might be taken for transcendental meditation, that'll help you concentrate. Silver mind control or the human potential movement. And what much is made of the word esoteric, meaning meant only for the initiated. It's private, it's confidential, and you need to be initiated into it. The occult is everywhere, and it's on show. Halloween parties abound, and nobody thinks there's any danger in them. I know we do, but there's only the tip of the iceberg. And just because we react about Halloween and have a praise party instead, doesn't mean we aren't being sucked in somewhere else. It's almost like Satan saying, Halloween parties, come on church, have a look at this, do something about this while everything else is going on and we're just totally unaware of it. It's the tip of the occult iceberg. Satan is a counterfeiter, he is a planner, he cannot create, he can only copy. As Jesus is preparing his bride for his coming, so Satan is busy preparing his followers for the coming age of apostasy. What about the new age vocabulary, the name of the game? 
the New Age renames basic elements, ideas and practices of the old occult mysticism and paganism. Demons and evil spirits are renamed spirit guides or channeled energies or ascended masters and mediums become channelers. Witchcraft passes as wicker because it somehow doesn't sound quite serious. Shamanistic pr practices become therapies. Eastern meditation becomes centering, stilling or going within. That's a counterfeit of us going into our spirit. Just stepping back into our spirit man. Total counterfeit. And instead of the obvious seance, medium, spirit contact, the offensive language is changed to ESP, paranormal, parapsychology, telekinesis, clairvoyance, etc. But it's the same old stuff. It in no way the change of name affects the nature of the game. Now this next one I'd never heard of, but bless her, Sarah had. Ayurveda, I said, whatever is that? Ayurveda, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. Ayurveda, there's him. Rejuvenation therapy. You are promised positive well-being, mental clarity, emotional stability, peace and physical vitality. <laughs> Sounds nice, except that it leaves you with a deposit. Holistic healthcare, reincarnation, higher levels of consciousness, the path of higher enlightenment, mentioned that before, meditation, visualization, vegetarianism, asceticism, evolution, never creation, psychic healing, psychic festivals, astrology, clairvoyance, channelers, oh dear, sometimes called mediums, palmists, spirit guides, crystals, runes, I Ching, Chi Yin, Yang, chocolate. Cosmic spirit, the false meridians and the occult. I mean, that's just a little bit. So contrasting beliefs of the New Age with Christians. And the New Age believe in an impersonal energy, the force. The force be with you. Don't watch Star Wars. One young lad, I went to uh, Carroty Wood a little while ago and... Um, I had to only get one stab at it. And so I went for what they might be watching. Uh, in the occult line, and bless him afterwards, he said to me, Star Wars, Wars is out then. I said, yeah. He said, uh, I like it. I said, yeah, I know, that's the trouble, isn't it, dear? As you said at lunchtime, I said, no, who was it? You said it, sin always stays nice. And he said, uh, well, that's the end of that then, you know. I'm not going to watch it anymore. He knew immediately that it was wrong, and that the openness of it was, was just amazing. Um... So it's an impersonal energy, the force, contrasted with Christian belief in a personal God. Reincarnation, not resurrection. Evolution, not creation. And suffering and evil are the result of ignorance. Well, I happen to know it's sin, because I was one. <laughs> so to recap, New Age teaching believes you don't have a God in you, you are one, you are divine. New Age thinking majors on evolution, not creation. They don't believe in a creator and they would not countenance the thought that man is a sinner. As far as they are concerned, we lack knowledge and that's all. And God does not exist apart from mankind because mankind invented him. In for a shock, aren't they? Reincarnation is the name of the game. To damage nature in any way is to harm yourself. If you kill an animal, you're harming yourself. This is the thinking behind the animal rights movement. 
And because they are part of the great cosmic equation and everything you are involves everything around you, to kill an animal logically means you're stabbing yourself in the foot. So you don't do it. Developing your human potential is something high on the agenda and you will do this by various means which mostly involve contacting a higher power by psychic means. Hence the very heavy emphasis on clairvoyance, spiritism, astrology, meditation and the like. Ultimately, they are looking to, as we've seen, for the coming one, but behind it all is the strategy for a one-world government. This is Satan's plan, being carried out by demons and those of mankind who are willing. In the same way as the Holy Spirit works through us, Satan works through that. So a quick one on alternative medicines then, medicine or magic. It seems quite sort of relaxing to talk about alternative remedies after what we've been looking at there. But I want to change focus and have a look at them and having laid the base from where they originate. Can I have the tree up on there? Thank you. The question, does it work, has the wrong focus. Very often it does work, as Telsa told us. But how? If it suits his purpose, Satan will heal. But what's happening to the rest of our body and our spirit as part of us is being healed? We are spirit, soul and body and any alternative medicine will have spiritual roots as we've seen. For instance, acupuncture is rooted in Taoism, probably one of the oldest religions on earth and it dates back to Abraham. Taoism is a Chinese spiritual philosophy for which divination was the basis. And Chinese medicine is very ancient. The foundations of the art may be traced back to about 5,000 years ago. And the quote is that the goal was to integrate the function of man with the functioning of the universe. Major organs of the body, heart, lungs, kidneys, liver and spleen stood in a strange relationship of amity, friendship, and adversity to one another, reflecting the qualities of the five elements, wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. Most important were the effects of the life energy, the qi, with its components of yin and yang, which permeated through all creatures. This cosmic spirit was said to circulate throughout a complicated system of numerous channels called meridians. That was a quote from Hidden Dangers of, of Alternative Medicine by Dr. Samuel FIFA, MD. Anyone familiar with alternative medicines will have picked up various words commonly used, qi, life force, yin and yang, cosmic spirit, meridians, apart from the rest of the content. I'm so pleased with my tree. Made that myself. The lady in the photocopying shop said, that's a nice tree. I said, yes, isn't it? So we need to know the root of these remedies and the soil in which they are planted. In 1998, complementary therapists outnumbered GPs. Uh, that's 98. And the BMA recorded 36,200 GPs compared with 39,800 complementary therapists, 14,000 healers, 5,300 reflexologists, and 1,700 acupuncturists. That was in 98. I haven't got up-to-date figures, and it must be hugely more now. Oh, there you go. 
So there's an emphasis on the holistic approach to sickness, treating a person as a whole with concern for body, soul and spirit. It's sound, given the age in which we live, where no one's got any time for anyone else. And in their consultation, they make people feel uh, valued and listened to, which you don't feel often when you go to the doctors. Because essentially, these people are not actually seeking to lead you astray. They genuinely think that they can help you. The lady who was the, in the Alexander technique, but I'm helping people. She was, it broke her heart to realise. Um, we were saying at lunchtime, poor Sarah, the, the woman rose up and went head to head with Sarah over the lunch table one <laughs> day because she just would not have it. But then in the end, she did. And the thing that cracked it was actually she got baptised. We baptised her in the shower. And when she came out from under being baptised, it was like something had broken and she knew. And she, she got set free and brilliant. They've gone moved away now. Uh, so we've got to see the spiritual roots. It's absolutely no good just taking anything on there because it works, because it's rooted in satanic worship uh, and you're just buying into him all the time. Um, and this thing is, because we're all God and this cosmic force must be kept in balance, if you fall sick, you're falling out of unity and harmony with God, which means that small g, which means the cosmic force th flow through you has been impeded, so it's got to be put right. So your balance has got to be put right. You, you key yourself in and you're hearing them talking about the balance all the time. You have a look on a bottle and it says, restores your balance, you know, you think, wasn't out, mate. <laughs> The all-important thing is balance. And so much more importantly, when a new age therapist puts their hands on you, something is being transferred. They are concentrating in getting in touch with cosmic energy, which they will then channel through you. They may only lay their hands on you, and that's enough for you to receive something because you've opened yourself up and put yourself voluntarily under their control. This is the thing, you see, when you submit to this, to, to whatever you submit, you're allowing them the control over you. And this is the same in relationships, too. If you submit to somebody else's control, you're the silly one. Come out from under it. You can't say, oh, they're controlling me. You need to come out from under. Don't fight them, just come out from under. You have free will, and that's what God gave it for. So the door for Satan's demons is wide open. At the shallow end, the result for you will be confusion, fear, lack of spiritual discernment, sometimes a lack of assurance of your, your salvation and not being able to hear him. Your line to God is blocked. His voice becomes indistinct or silent or worse, you start hearing a voice that isn't his. The more visits you pay, the more confusion comes and fear begins to enter and fear is always something that's deposited in you by Satan. Nameless, formless fear. Thank you, dear. You can turn that off now. Before we go any further, the remedy is always the same. Confess, agree with God and repent, which means to turn from it. It's ever so simple. You confess, you're bringing yourself into agreement with God. Change your mind. Confess and agree that you have ventured into a realm you shouldn't have done. Repent and turn for it and don't go there again. 
having opened yourself up to the demonic realm, it's quite likely that you'll need some sort of deliverance to set you free. And it's not onerous, but it does require that you take responsibility for your own actions. In the deliverance ministry, no one is doing something to you. <laughs> In ministry, all, all the way, it is not someone else who is doing something to you. It is you that's opening yourself up to the Lord to allow him to bring the truth in and set you free. You know, people sit there and they're opposite me and they have done in the past, go and then fix me, no chance. I'm not here to fix you. I'm here to introduce you to the one who can set you free. You get to choose. There was a time when I tried to shove the elephant, you know, but I gave that up. It's not onerous. Satan is a legalist. He won't come out unless he knows that you are un if uh, that you are if he knows you're unwilling to admit your mistake. He won't come out. So it's all in the will. So absolute honesty with yourself and with God is the key. I've been a silly Billy. I went where I shouldn't have gone. This is what Telsa did on her own at home. You know, I didn't know till she came this time, and uh, and I, she could have been going to say anything to me. You know. I was ready for it. I say, Lord, give me the grace. If she's going to tell me I'm wrong, that's fine. Give me the grace. <laughs> but she didn't. <laughs> so I've told you about soul ties. Um, because just for example, if the person concerned is spending the evening at a coven meeting, you may feel decidedly unwell. Um, spiritual things travel down this soul tie. And it's possible to get defilement of spirit. Um, often when I've been ministering to people um, with it, that have been sexually abused, my spirit actually gets defiled. And I, I feel oh, heavy. And I'll say to Joyce, can you clean me off, please? Because we learnt this from Ruth Fazell's intercessor, didn't we? Rosemary. Um, and she, she just dusts me off. I mean, again, it looks like a silly movement. Just dust you off. Just, just get rid of that. Gone. So I say, in the, the, the enemy too, when you're in ministry like this, will make you feel a fool. That's not going to make any difference. It's daft. Yeah, well, it may be daft, but just see what it does in your eye, mate. <laughs> because you just have to follow. There you go. You see, it's counterfeit. Yeah. I was thinking about you with the Reiki. Can you describe, can you tell the folks what happened when I laid hands on you the last time and, and you sort of felt you were going up one side and down the other? Do you remember that? Just, just tell them. You, you need to know from someone who's actually... Yeah. No. Just, just um, tell us what no? happened. Yeah. Not too close to it because you're popping um, the machine. Well, Reiki is all about expanding your um, your inner self and your energy okay. and um, when I'd had some Reiki on me I expanded to about nine foot tall um, and when I had some deliverance with Beryl I could feel it expanding I felt the size of a room didn't I yeah so it is beyond your physical body these Absolutely. things are real yeah that's it people need to hear that you see because you've been there um, any amount of me telling you but someone who's had it will say this is how it feels. I wouldn't have believed it apart from the fact that my hands were too long for me. And when I looked down... They were too short. Sure. 
And she didn't want her legs grown, did you? <laughs> okay, we'll whiz quickly through a few because um, in a minute I'm going to hand out to each table an occult checklist and I'd ask each one of you to go through it. And if you see anything you've been involved in and you're prepared to repent of it and confess it, note it in your little books. And then uh, one of the team will come and be with you on the table and we'll do a corporate, I'm sorry, Lord. And then we'll just keep our eye out for anything. Acupuncture. Origins, Chinese medicine, roots, astrology, divination and spiritism. Divination is an interesting one because if anybody's been into that or your forebears have been into it, um, you can have a false gift of prophecy. I dealt with a lady once um, and she was tremendous moved in prophecy pictures, all sorts of things, but I began to get just a little sense that there's something not quite right. And while we were talking, she suddenly said, oh, I've got a pain around my liver. I thought, thank you, Lord. Divination. They used to use the liver splat to divine and God had pointed straight to it so I took her through the divination book and we had a good old cough and a splatter and that got rid of that so uh, you know divination very serious it's not your little bit with a twig <laughs> and spiritism and the belief is that the body is divided up into meridians and it's where these cross that the needle has to be inserted and twirled in order to redress the balance this procedure is based on the Taoist doctrine of balance so that the cosmic force, the life force, can flow again in unity and oneness with the force that flows through the whole of the universe. We don't realise the extent to which the human race has already been softened up to the occult. In so many people there is already an opening to occult things and their psyche has in some way been opened up and as I said before there can be hereditary factors here. So if Granny was into tea leaves, palm raising, went to a spiritualist church, took you along, if you've been dedicated into anything, a hook has been placed and it will give the enemy an entry point. So we just get rid of it. Hey? It's a bit like um, Velcro. It's all these little, little hooks, you know, and it, we just peel it off. Homeopathy, been around for a long time. The Queen and the Royal Family patronise it. It has a background in the occult, psychic flow, cosmic power, and the oneness that is in all creation. The founder, Samuel Hahnemann, was a Freemason. He idolised Confucius and other Eastern writers and was contemptuous of Jesus and his teachings. He believed there was a psychic element in his healing work, and the method was that an investigation and assessment were made, which was then regarded as being the court then that which was regarded as being the cause of the disorder was treated like with like according to the degree of problem. And there had to be different levels of potency in the remedy. The power in the remedy is in the potentization and succussion. Potentization takes place when what they call the mother tincture is put into a file and nine parts of water and alcohol are added. So we have a ratio of nine to one. It's already well diluted. And then the file is shaken and vibrated and finally it's knocked. That's the succussion. Then they do dilute again, another nine parts of water and alcohol and they go on doing this again and again repeatedly so that the most potent homeopathic remedies is the one that has been diluted the most. 
A scientist of the 19th century worked out that after a certain number of dilutions, nothing of the original substance could possibly remain. And the homeopathic practitioner would say, yes, I agree with that. So what's happening? There is a transfer of the inherent power in that original substance, which has been transferred to the liquid, which is totally supernatural. One of their own writers said, even the most scientific apparatus cannot determine the infinitesimally small amount of doses in homeopathic potencies. And I need to tell you how I found out about homeopathy. Where I used to live, um, little landing along upstairs, how can I do it? My son's room lay in there, wall here, my bedroom there. So I came up the stairs to walk into my bedroom and I felt I was breaking a false field. I could, I stepped backwards, forwards, backwards, and I kept breaking this false field. I thought, what's he got in his bedroom, <laughs> as you do? So I looked round the corner of the door and on the side of his bedside cabinet, right behind the wall, was a little pot, no bigger than that and higher than that, homeopathic medicine for hay fever. So I got my Bible and I put it, I didn't know what else to do, I put it on top of this little pot and then I thought, now I'll see. And I walked past, no false field, nothing there at all. Take the Bible off, false field's there. Right, okay, take it carefully downstairs, Bible balancing on top, put it on kitchen unit. He came in, kitchen door like this. What's that doing there? I said, it's occult, darling. I don't want it, I don't want it right away. Power. That was how I got introduced to homeopathic medicines. So I know the power, I felt it. That's the cosmic force that is conveyed into the substance and that is supposedly affecting a cure. Aromatherapy. Obviously herbal oils do have an effect. Again, it's the practitioner. What's going on with the person who's ministering this to you? One of the practitioners says, of the greatest interest is the effect of the fragrance on the psychic and mental side of the individual. Powers of perception become clearer and more acute and there is a feeling of having seen more objectively and therefore in a truer perspective. Again, who is the practitioner and what are they believe in and how are they functioning? Clearly, the objective is to open up the person's psychic abilities in some way. That is what his object is. Reflexology. I had a fight with a young girl over this one, didn't we? She never did stop, did she? She liked the bloke. Massaging the feet. What is believed here again is somehow the forces of life flow through and in the soles of the feet and there are areas that coincide with different parts of the body. If you massage the right bits on your foot, it'll affect the rest of your body and the band play, believe it if you like. I mean, you've got to be a bit off the wall, haven't you, to believe this stuff. True reflexology practitioners really believe there is a channel which no doctor has been able to find between that particular part of the foot and that particular part of the body. You can have a friend massage your feet if you like, that's okay, but when you get a new age practitioner, that, those hands are channeling something through you. I only want the Holy Spirit. Osteopathy, some are fine, but check it out. Joyce's brother was an, this was 
is an osteopath. He's not in, involved in anything. He saw it early on. Joyce said to him, don't go there. He said, I wasn't going to anyway, so that's, <laughs> that's fine. Everything is so subtle. Check out what they're into before you let them lay hands on you. Shiatsu, a form of massage based on the Chinese method of massage. It's described as a dance between practitioner and receiver. Realize you are coming under, submitting yourself to the will of the practitioner and that Satan is a legalist and that gives him entry. Submit to God. Our will is so important. What do we submit ourselves to? Romans 6.16 says, No, you're not. That to whom you yield yourself servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey. Whether to sin unto death or obedience unto righteousness. Seems to me there ain't no grey area there. Tattoos, these can have quite an effect because blood is released from the body and a bond is taking place. There will be a tie between you and the practitioner which needs to be broken. Hypnosis is a trance or altered state of consciousness usually induced by repeating a word or by concentrating on a single object rhythmically moving back and forth. Good job I'm standing still, isn't it? <laughs> I might put you under. Under hypnosis, individuals respond to suggestion that other times they would think are ridiculous. The more sinister side of it, hypnotism, is that it opens our spirit to the entry of the demonic. And I actually have quite considerable experience in accessing the hypnotised mind of those who have been severely abused. There is a form of abuse where they hypnotise them uh, on purpose and then place things in the hypnotised mind. But by the Holy Spirit you can open the hypnotised mind and get out the stuff that they've put in there. It's nasty. Material stored in there needs to be cleansed and got rid of. Whatever guise it takes, hypnosis, hypnotherapy, hypnotism, mesmerism, a revolutionary new method, relaxation tape or any such other title, our defence mechanism should be activated not to go anywhere near it. Hypnotism is probably one of the most powerful and harmful of all the un alternative therapies as it allows Satan to take a firm hold on the mind as well as the spirit because you're willingly opening yourself up to him like when you go out in the spirit and you're willingly opening up to the Holy Spirit you're opening up to the other one Reiki, is that how you pronounce it? The meaning of the word is universal life energy and this is a Japanese form of holistic healing based on alpha brain waves being linked with the magnetic waves of the universe the healer taps into this source of energy and channels it back to the patient the healer and the patient become synchronized and resonate at the same vibration level low frequency biomagnetic pulses emit from the hands of the healer affecting the body's nervous system and cellular structure you can keep your hands off me this is total sorry totally steeped in the occult. The inventor was initiated by the grand masters, the supreme controllers of the spiritual realm. Again, these are the seven ascended masters. These masters are principalities and powers. And my own feeling is that having delivered someone from this in the involvement in this art is it's one of the most dangerous alternatives and the effects are deep and long-lasting. 
uh, and in Sarah I've already said it resulted in all over body pain and considerable sessions before you were free, wasn't it, really? We just kept going and kept going. There was one particular night, which was really funny. It was all coming out the bottom, the soles of your feet, wasn't it? It was really funny. And um, at the end of the session, there's all these entities standing there, because I see in the spirit, and sometimes I see these things, and I'm, what are they doing all stood there, Lord? What are they doing there? He said, you haven't told them where to go. <laughs> I'll tell them where to go. So the minute I told them where to go, they were gone. So we could go on. Um, I'm going to hand out these lists now and I'll ask you to scrutinise them under the Holy Spirit. And if you answer yes to any of these alternative therapies or occult involvement and you want to be prayed for to, set, to be set free, then we will do it as a group. So you ain't going to have to be um, embarrassed by uh, anything. If you would just look at it and then pass it round the table, that would be absolutely lovely. I'm coming close to you. Sorry? Yes, pass it round to... Yes, I've got one for each table, because to have copied all this lot would have been very costly. Here we are, my darlings. Turning off. Oh, Father, thank you that we can trust you that it's all been done. Father, thank you so much for the freedom that you've brought this afternoon and will continue to bring because you don't stop just because we go out from here. Father, ask for safety for everybody who's travelling and we're all, all of us, safety, safety, safety. Oh, Lord, cover us with your angelic guard, Lord. And uh, I pray that people will go from here feeling different today, Father, because the, the King has been amongst us. So, Father, bless our packing up and our, uh, and our coming back together again in uh, five weeks or so, whatever it is, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much.